As realtors, we know that finding valuable leads is crucial to growing our business. But how do we track those leads in the first place? Well, the answer is by offering a lead magnet. A lead magnet is basically something of value that we give away for free in exchange for contact information from potential clients. Now, while this concept is hardly original, most people's approach to this is oftentimes generic and therefore mostly ineffective. For example, some common lead magnet ideas might include a guide to buying a home, a checklist for preparing a home for sale, or even a free home evaluation. Valuable? Yes. Generic and impersonal? Also, yes. Some original and more effective examples might include a guide on the top 10 beach communities to retire in California or a military relocation guide for military veterans living in Houston. The key to creating an effective lead magnet is that it has to be valuable and relevant to your target audience. By leading with value, we start more conversations and build trust with potential clients. And in order to create an effective lead magnet that builds your authority and allows you to create more quality conversations and more quality relationships, you need to identify three things. Number one, who is your ideal customer avatar? What makes you different? And how can you provide as much value as possible to your avatar in a way that's distinctly you? So let's get started on creating that valuable lead magnet so that you can start scaling your business with inbound attraction marketing. Step one is to create an ideal customer avatar. This step is so often overlooked in real estate marketing, which in my opinion is an absolute travesty because like any conversation, the most important context that underlies every word and gesture that's made is understanding the person you're talking to. For example, even the way you ask someone how their day is will differ drastically depending on who it is that you're actually asking. You wouldn't ask your wife how her day was with the same tonality, wording, etc. as you would if asking a total stranger. You wouldn't ask a close friend how his weekend was the way that you'd ask the cashier at your grocery store. Who you're talking to matters a lot. So here are some questions to ask yourself to identify who your ideal customer avatar actually is. Number one, if I was to hand you your ideal customer, your ideal client, what would they actually look like? So let's pretend that you're an agent living in West Palm Beach, Florida. You're trying to attract luxury home buyers. So for example, ask, what do they do for a living? So let's say in this example, they've worked in finance for 35 years. Are they married? Yes, they are married. They have two kids, each with a family of their own. How old are they? Well, he's 67 years old. She's 62. Let's call him John. What do they want more desperately than anything else in their life? Let's say for our avatar, they want to retire happy and comfortably and still be able to visit their grandkids whenever they want. And their grandkids are both living in different places, obviously with their families. So they want to live in a place that not only can they visit their families, but that their families can come and visit them also. What's their why? Well, in their lives, they've both worked hard their whole lives and now they're ready to settle down, retire, just enjoy each other and enjoy retirement. Step two of this is identifying what makes you different. So now we can start building a quote unquote partnership with our ideal customer avatar. So like searching for the right soulmate, whilst the first step is identifying the person that you'd like to pursue, the second step is knowing what you can bring to the table. So now let's identify your USP. What do you want to be known for so that we can start to bridge the gap between who you are and what they want? So here's some questions to ask yourself. Number one, what are your friends like about you? So let's say you're honest, you're understanding, you're a hard worker, you're sincere, personable, you 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 empathize with your friends' bad news, you sincerely rejoice with them in their good news. So those are some things that your friends like about you. Now, if you could describe your personality in three words, what would those words be? Let's say those words are honest, trustworthy, and sincere. What do you want to be known for in your market? Let's say you want to be known as the agent that sells luxury, the agent that specializes in helping people retire comfortably in Florida. And now that you've now identified who your avatar is and what makes you different, the third and final step is all about bringing that information together and creating a lead magnet that is just irresistible. Now let's digress for just a moment 
and discuss the quote-unquote strategy of pursuing a romantic partner. And we'll kind of tie it all back afterwards. Step one is finding the right person. In real estate, we call this your avatar. Step two of finding a romantic partner is building up the confidence, knowing and identifying what you bring to the table and pinpointing exactly why she might want to actually go out with you in the first place, which again, in real estate is called your USP, your unique selling proposition, otherwise known as what makes you different. Step three of pursuing a romantic partner is all about the conversation starter, which in real estate, like we said, is called your lead magnet. Now, let's say you see a girl in a coffee shop. The absolute worst thing that you could do is go straight up to her and ask her to marry you. Because, I mean, for so many reasons, but you're putting all your eggs in one basket. So sure, hypothetically, it's possible as she might say yes to you, in which case, I suppose you were technically successful in your pursuit. But if we're being honest, you probably don't want to marry someone that's willing to marry you before she even knows your name. The second worst thing you can do right after that is basically approach her and say something lame, generic, like, so how about this weather? She might engage in conversation with you at that moment just to be polite, but let's be honest. There's not a whole lot in the world that's more painful than a totally non-substantive conversation with a total stranger. She'll likely be looking for the first opportunity to get the heck out of there. Maybe try this. After identifying the girl that you'd like to approach and recognizing that your strong suit is that, let's say, you're dashingly handsome, you're extremely authentic, and you're disarmingly charming. Start building a plan around that. So by recognizing that you're handsome, you're aware that as long as she's single and you don't approach like a total creep, you'll be able to get a word in. By recognizing that authenticity is one of your biggest assets, you don't approach with some cheesy pickup line about how you're going to arrest her for stealing your heart. Maybe it works for some people, but to be honest, it's beneath you. Between your good looks, your sincerity, and your charm, you might be able to get away with saying something like, I've been coming here every day, and I've never seen you before, and I just wanted to let you know that I think you're the most beautiful girl in this room. I just had to come over and say hi. Again, you got to know your audience, otherwise, in, in this case, otherwise known as your avatar, pick up her signs, read the room, and then be real with yourself, again, otherwise known as identifying what makes you different. And if you think that between your charm, your good looks, and your sincerity, you might have a shot, then shoot your shot. Worst case scenario, you get rejected. But the same thing is in marketing. Find your target audience, otherwise known as your customer avatar. Identify your strengths and your weaknesses, and then create a conversation based on what your avatar actually wants. So in the first example of a retired couple wanting to move to a luxury area in West Palm Beach, Florida, we know that they're affluent. We know that they value family and grandkids. We know that serenity and comfort is extremely important to them in their retirement. So let's start the conversation from there, from where they are. What if you created a YouTube channel about retirement living in Florida? What if you offered a comprehensive guide all about retiring in West Palm Beach? What if you offered a free guide to the top five grandkid-friendly retirement villages in West Palm Beach? What if you offered itineraries for grandparents to vacation with their families when they came to visit them in West Palm Beach and show them what living in West Palm Beach can actually look like in their life? It's really not complicated to create something of value. We just make it complicated. All you got to do is identify who you're talking to, pinpoint what makes you qualified to talk to them and how you want to be perceived. And finally, approach your target in a way that's refreshing, empathetic, and entirely original. But the most important part about all of this is leading with actual value that they want, not with the value that you want them to want. If you skip either of the first two steps of this, you'll find it extremely difficult to create a lead magnet that actually resonates with your audience. But if you put a lot of time and thought into your avatar, into what makes you different, then by, by the time you're creating your lead magnets, the ideas will kind of just start flowing and you'll be able to create lead magnet after lead magnet that will actually convert into more high quality conversations with more high quality leads. So if you start a conversation from who it is that you're trying to target and what makes you different, you'll find a lot more success with that.